Welcome to Trading Avantgarde Podcast. This is show number 65, and it's great to have you join us. My name's John Warren, and my very good mate, Ashley Ralphs here. Welcome, Ash. JW, good to be here. We might have to make this show 65 and 66 the way things are going. <laughs> We're having a bit of trouble this morning, aren't we? <laughs> a few challenges. Hey, look, let's zoom through the news. Daylight saving started, uh, so we're on all different time zones now. I think Queensland's an hour behind Sydney. Uh, you're half an hour behind us, half an hour in front of Queensland and so on. So that's good for those enjoying daylight saving. Uh, I'm sure you're happy as we move into the warmer months. Grand finals been and gone, the NRL that is. Uh, the Panthers over the Rabbits, so a pretty good game of footy. Good game, very good game. And the real big news comes in my part of the world, uh, New South Wales. We lost a Premier, we lost a Deputy Premier, we lost a Transport Minister, all within 18 hours, 24 hours. Yeah, the broom went through, and uh, and you've got a new Premier now. Yep, Dominic hey. Perrottet, who was the Treasurer, 39-year-old uh, man, is now the leader of New South Wales, and uh, we're just waiting on the National Party to elect um, John Barilaro's replacement and of course uh, they will then become the Deputy Premier of New South Wales. Can I say from afar what was great to see was how much love for Gladys there really is um, you know and, and the job that she did and, and how many people really appreciated what she did so it's a real shame that she has to fall on the sword over over um, you know something yeah. that's probably not so much her fault. Uh, yeah, well, that's obviously unknown, but yes, it is. It's um, it is a real shame she was doing. Mm. I think a fantastic job to mm. get to New South Wales where we are. Seventy uh, percent should be later this week, so we open up next uh, next Monday, uh, and eighty percent just a little bit down the track. So certainly post COVID for New South Wales, we're in pretty good shape to, to take on living with COVID, but and what that looks we, like. We also had a little bit of gender equality throughout the uh, the states. So we lose one part of that now with obviously now male coming into New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so anyway, let's watch that space and see how the new Premier handles uh, all the changes he's going to have to to manage Mm. in his first few weeks in office. Hey, let's get on to today's show, Ash. And today is, I think I mentioned once before, a world record. We've never done this before and we probably will never do it again the way technology is going (laughs) on. But uh, no, it's, uh, it's an exciting show. So today we have Tanya Meesman. Tanya is the Chief Executive Officer of UNIQ. Uh, Jack Hutchinson, he's the Associate Director of Hutchinson Builders. And Mark Cux, he's the National Indigenous Manager and Social Responsibility at Hutchinson Builders as well. So welcome Tanya, Jack and Mark. Thanks, thanks for having us. Look, thanks for your time today. Uh, we've got a fair bit to get through, so we might start with you, Tanya, if that's okay. Can you yeah. share your story leading up to your role as the CEO of Unique U? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having us. Um, I am, thank you, the CEO of not-for-profit Unique U based in Queensland. I'm also the founder of the social enterprise Girl Shaped Flames, um, which sort of was the, the beginning part of the Unique U journey. I'm a <clears throat> Queenslander myself, born and bred. I was born in Mackay, grew up in Yapoon, and I have had my own dabblings with the construction industry, uh, but only back when in nappies, essentially. My dad was a civil engineer, and um, so I spent, and we ran our own construction company in my in my youth. 
tooth. And um, so I spent quite a lot of time in the red dirt. But I went on to uh, have sort of two separate careers, first in communications here, big ad agencies here and over in the UK. And then I pursued my passion into film production and, and did that for the better part of over a decade, working on feature films and things, once again, the UK and then back here. But it was really my move to Queensland when we brought the family back up where I was working at a set of three international baccalaureate high schools that I started to see and and became much more aware of the really concerning trend in girls' confidence and anxiety levels and um, lack of sort of ambition and drive. So I decided I wanted to do something about that, which is where Girl Shape Flame was born out of. It's a an events-based company predominantly or, or was pre-COVID uh, where our mission was to increase the confidence of, of girls by connecting them with strong, positive female role models. Over time, uh, that was very successful. And, and over time, the girls started asking me more and more about the jobs that the women were doing, that they were meeting. So we put together an Industry Ignite partnership program just before COVID hit. And we ended up having about 500 girls, educators, parents, physically go and visit about 12 different companies such as you know Deloitte and RECQ, Queensland Fire Service and so on and so forth and the whole mission there was to really demystify those environments and those jobs and those pathways so the girls could have the confidence to to pursue them. Then obviously COVID hit right when we were in our stride with that but we quickly sort of pivoted, took a few of those formats online and the schools also um, joined us in the 21st century, arguably, and adopted video technology. And that really paved the way for our ability to devise and, and um, create Unique U, uh, which kicked off earlier this year and is due to launch in a month, which is really an online um, uh, booking system and a video calls platform where girls in grade nine through 12 can select, can peruse our sort of database of incredible female role models across 10 different industries, including construction. And they can select one of those role models and they can book a one-on-one video call with them along with their educator from their school, um, which will really go quite far to continuing to sort of demystify the construction industry, one of many, and really look at emotively um, answering those needs of the girls so that we can get much more, uh, many more, females into construction. Hey Ten, you mentioned uh, strong positive female role models and in Trade Have and Gab we've had the opportunity to catch up with Fiona McDonald from Tradeswomen mm. Australia, yep. uh, Lauren yep. Fay who yep. leads NAWIP, National Association of Women Construction and also yeah. Joe Farrell uh, who started Build Like a Girl. So yep, Joe and I have connected, yeah. Fantastic. So there's a lot, uh, a lot more amazingly talented women out there actually doing some really mm. incredible work in this space, which is exciting. Mm. Hey, we might move on to you now, Jack, if that's okay. Jack Hutchinson, the Associate Director of Hutchinson Builders. Uh, can you share your story, Jack? Yeah, sure. Thanks, John, and, and thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so Jack Hutchinson, Associate Director at Hutchies. Uh, so we're a 109-year-old uh, family construction business, uh, construction business with offices in Cairns down to Hobart. So we're right across the country. I employ around 1,800 people at present, but many more are on our sites every day. So my story, I guess I'm a quantity surveyor by trade, so out of uni, um, went outside the family business and worked for a QS firm called Slattery in Sydney. Uh, Came back to the business after a few years and and worked through um, doing cost planning, contract administration, sort of junior project management stuff. 
then went to London and did an MBA at, at London Business School and, and worked for a builder called Waits over there, which was good experience and uh, did a couple other little stints at um, property finance arms, basically non-bank lending. Since being back, it's a bit more of a central role. So sit on the board um, and as well as getting involved in some of our, our social initiatives. Um, so Hutchies has, has always been a uh, as, uh, at least in our own minds, a good corporate citizen and a, and a good place of decency and uh, where people are given opportunity and, and a good play, fun place to work as well. I guess recently since Mark's come on board and in the last sort of 10 years, we've picked up, um, picked up probably more slack in the social space and um, are trying to do our bit. So uh, that includes um, partnering and sponsoring with organisations like Unique U. Fantastic, Jack. Thank you very much for that background. Uh, we'll certainly want to learn more about that as we go along. Um, Mark, can you also share your journey as now the National Indigenous Manager and Social Responsibility at Hutchies and how you came to be there? Uh, yeah, no worries. Um, so I, I guess I started in Hutchies about nine years ago. Uh, prior to that, I'd, I'd worked for the Queensland Government for a, a fair while uh, developing um, I guess policy strategies, uh, particularly related to related to Indigenous careers, uh, apprenticeships, traineeships, um, and, and that sort of thing. I guess my role at Hutchies as a initially as an Indigenous specialist was just about helping our teams better engage with the communities that we operated in, how they communicated with uh, Indigenous communities when employing uh, First Nations people and attracting Indigenous businesses into our supply chain. I guess as our reputation grew within through government clients, with the communities themselves and, and within our industry, we started to realise that we were, I guess we were onto something. We, we kind of, we knew what we were doing a little bit and, um, and it gave us the confidence, I guess, as a, a leader in this space to, uh, you know, have a crack at what, what we could do in terms of uh, the underrepresentation of um, women in, in construction. It, it was something that others had been, um, I guess, striving to address at a, whether it be at a, a, a government level or, or through an association level. And, and, and I guess the, what we were able to do in the Indigenous space at Hutchies was when we were doing it from inside the industry and from inside a major construction company, we could actually make a, a real difference. And, and it was because our, our people got behind it because uh, what we were doing was real. And, we, and th that's given us the confidence, I guess, to see what we can do with increasing female participation within the industry because again it, it it'll be real it'll be it'll be within our offices and it'll be within our sites um, I, I guess the 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 other part to my to my role is around um, uh, the different environmental and, and social issues uh, that we need to address on our projects um, some of those can include making sure that we're continuing to attract um, young people to uh, to enter into apprenticeships. It's it's about um, how Hutchies deals and and operates with our social enterprises and 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 disability enterprises and and then we have things that we have to take into consideration on some of our sites and 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 we're actually looking at some hospitals in Queensland at the moment and and they have some fairly significant 
areas that we need to look at in terms of cultural heritage, including Indigenous design, um, considering that in the, in the, in the build process, and, and all that sits with our team. Thank you for that, Mark. It would be good to be able to come back to you at some stage and maybe have a chat how Innovative Traders Club might be able to support in some of those needs. Tanya, can we, can we come back to you? Yeah. Um, and can you talk to us about Unique You and maybe that important need that you've identified and, and what you plan to achieve? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think that any of us are naive to the statistics that surround um, gender equality, particularly in the construction industry. I'm, I think we're sitting at about 2% of tradespeople across Australia are female or identify as female. Um, so we're also, most of us are fairly up to speed on contributing factors. But what I was really seeing as I got further and further into Girl Shape Flames and what we were doing on that side of things was that there's some amazing initiatives in place for women and to increase uh, female participation already in the jobs or already in the landscape um, or their their uh, graduate initiatives trying to catch people as they're coming out of the um, the university pathways but it felt as though we were really missing what has to be one of the key opportunities to addressing the situation which is the early pipeline stage um, mathematics tells us if we don't have enough people going into the beginning of a pipeline and we have a leakage as the pipeline makes its way over the course of the career landscape, then we're never going to end up with the with an impressive amount of people later down in the type in the pipeline. So to us, it, it seemed really clear that there's a critical early pipeline problem here and we need to be getting more young girls interested and aware of, knowledgeable about and actually considering and, and passionate eventually about pursuing these pathways. And if we can do that, well we and if we can do it at scale, what we should be then seeing is a significant increase in female participation in the construction industry and then in the in the broader industries that we are addressing as well. So with a focus on that early pipelining and all the work that we had been doing with um, thousands of, of teenage girls through Girl Shaped Flames and the, the interactions I was having with educators um, meant that I could start to see where we could take the, the solution we'd already been um, uh, you know, putting at play and, and testing out through this connecting girls to strong female role models, how we could potentially ad adopt a, a technology based approach to that, where we could provide a very personalized experience, uh, we could provide something that's scalable, and is going to hit numbers far more than what I was able to achieve in my sort of in person Southeast Queensland initiative. And that would generate and stimulate enough uh, increased knowledge and engagement with high school girls that we would see a significant impact in that early pipeline stage. And as a result, the industry as a whole would benefit um, from that. So that was the, the need that I saw and, and the ability that we had or the, the well placed, how well placed we were to take what we've been doing and, and, um, and apply it. So we have some pretty big ambitions because I don't really do anything by halves. So we are launching in four weeks. We've had, we will have turned this whole thing around in eight, in an eight month development period, along with our fantastic partners, including um, Hachis. And we will be launching um, 
to over thir- between 30 and 50 schools will have access to the platform across Queensland in the first year. So we're looking to connect between 600 and 2,000 high school girls with over 100 uh, strong, positive female role models across these t- 10 industries just in the first year alone. And then we have a national rollout plan that should see us national by 2025 um, and, and hopefully really impacting tens of thousands of girls as we move forward. Well done, Tanya. That sounds so exciting. You think you're going to go a long way, and, and you're right. We need more programs like this, especially at the school level. Um, mm. And I think that's the real exciting part is to get uh, get the girls early and, and show them there's all these pathways that are open to them, and, and yeah. maybe they just don't realise that at the moment. So it's great. And, mm. and obviously having Hutchies on board, you know, a massive yeah. national builder is, is, is brilliant. So over to you, Jack. Can you share how Hutchies have become involved with Unique U? Yeah, sure. Maybe Mark might be best to take that one because I think the relationship initially was through Mark uh, and Tanya, but I I can talk about when it uh, came across my desk and why I was pretty enthusiastic about it. Um, I I think it's the right approach in my mind. I think, um, as Tanya said, you're not going to change uh, the cold hard data that comes out at the end unless you change um, the perceptions in school. So I, I think we found it to be the right approach. Uh, I think I, I think it's certainly more effective than blunt instruments like um, like hard quotas. If we were hit by a government quota for say thirty percent of say project manager, we, we'd have a really hard time just just finding the talent. So I think going to schools and changing the culture and the, the perception of construction um, for young women was the right approach. So uh, when Mark handed it to me and said they're they're great people and and the approach seemed right, it was a bit of a no brainer. Thanks, Jack. Really appreciate that, man. And um, we know how important it is to have builders like yourselves involved to drive these sort of programs and, and give it that national support. Um, but as Jack said, maybe, Mark, if you want to add a little bit more to what Jack let us know about Unique you and how you guys are involved. Yeah, no worries. And, and just, you know, backing up what Jack said, we, we had um, Kelly, one of our directors, uh, approach us and introduce us to uh, uh, Tanya and a team earlier in the year and, and again it was a it, it seemed to be a, a no-brainer for us I guess similar to the the concept that we were doing with our again going back to our indigenous program we know that we, we couldn't attract the best talent if we didn't know who they were or if they didn't know who we were and what our industry had to offer so it was really just about um, you know, going back into the high schools and talking to the students about the 70 different plus careers that are available uh, within the industry and the pathways of how to become a tradesperson or an operator or, or a paraprofessional. And I guess with everyone getting more comfortable in the past 12, 18 months with things like Zoom and team meetings. Hey, Tanya, Unique is a groundbreaking service. Can you help us to understand how it works? Yeah, definitely. So essentially, we have a um, rather snazzy front-facing website that acts as a database, essentially, that girls in high school, grades 9 through 12, can peruse and they can get to know different female advisors who um, have volunteered from our our partner organisations. 
Um, so we're going to have a fantastic selection of women and those identify as female from Hutchies as well on our platform. And the girls get to sort of peruse all the profiles and the roles and get to know the industries better. And, and that we have a quiz that they can take that will give them some suggestions as to different advisors they might want to speak to in line with their interests. And once they've selected an advisor, they just let their educator know. And um, that educator can use our bespoke booking system, which has been developed just for us by Schedulo, our tech partner. And they can look at the calendar availabilities, book in a call. The student submits her five questions that she would like to ask the female advisor. And that uh, really provides a base for the conversation. But it also does what I mentioned earlier and, and what is unique about what we offer is this ability to have a, a have any of their concerns, their barriers to entry, their knowledge gaps personally addressed by someone, which is a really powerful experience for a young person. So they'd feel as though they are being individually considered rather than just spoken to en masse. And then once that's all locked and loaded, they have their call. Uh, the educator is present as well, which really helps us keep building that actual base of knowledge for educators across Australia so they can understand the industries the pathways the roles that are current to today and and the pathways relevant to today and they have a fantastic discussion we hope <laughs> and then um, the student then continues to work with their advisor uh, their educator around whether they'd like to go even further down that pathway um, and as a as a feature of what we are also doing is we're making an effort to ensure that we are directly connecting the industry partners so Hutchies and the like with the schools themselves as well um, because we we know that especially in the 21st century in order for us to keep evolving with the evolving workplaces is we need to have more industry and education direct connections so students who are interested um, in pursuing pathways let's say into construction their educators can actually potentially pick up the phone to Hutchies and say look I've got this individual or maybe we've got a few girls that would be really interested in in finding out how to come and work for you could we organize something a bit more bespoke so the more we can be generating those opportunities and the more we can be connecting everything a little bit more seamlessly the better chance we have of going back to achieving that mission of significantly significantly being the key word there increasing the number of girls um, that consider and then pursue pathways into these industries Hey, thanks, Hedy. I think the, the best part to, of it all is the individualisation of, of mm. you know, the girls can actually book a meeting and, and talk about them rather than it being always in a group yeah. setting. They get to have that one-on-one -on -one and, and understand and ask their questions in yeah. case you're a little bit embarrassed about what they're asking. They're not doing it in front of their peers and, and, yeah. and you know, sort of sitting quietly. And that's, I think that, that's amazing. So thank you. That, that um, yeah, it's going to make a big change. So, hey, Mark, what about from a Hutchison Builders perspective what are the initiatives that that you guys are putting in place now to, to help change the underrepresentation of women in trading careers um I, I guess we're doing a number of things and, and i guess what we're trying to do is we're, we're not trying to get ahead of ourselves as well like jack said before you know we could be going around making bold statements about you know female representation in our business or on our, or on our sites but if we don't have the the girls or the or the women who don't know about our industry and the opportunities available will never attract the numbers that uh, we'd all like to see so i guess what we're trying to do at hutchies is 
I guess, lay, lay the foundations, pardon the pun, um, but also not trying to get ahead of ourselves. So that's why we do partner with the likes of Unique U and, and, and NARWIC, the National Association for Women in Construction, uh, Construction Skills Queensland here in, in, in Queensland, to create initiatives and environments that are connecting uh, high school girls with underrepresented industries like ours. Again, getting back into the schools, talking to the girls about the, the, the 70 plus careers that are available in construction and, and the pathways of, of how they get into those careers. How do they get into a, an excavator? How do they get into you know, being a, an apprentice electrician on site? And we do some of these things like um, recently we just ran a uh, tri-trade event. We probably run about about seven or eight of these a year on, on Hutchie sites around, um, at the moment, at southeast Queensland. But we run these tri-trade days events. Uh, like I said, we just ran one down at our Brisbane Lines uh, construction project at uh, Springfield here in, um, in Brisbane and, and basically we, we invite the schools down, um, they are taken on um, a tour of the site uh, with our site managers and, and the, the guys let them know all the different things that are going on and, and if there's guys doing block work they'll talk about you know what that career is, they'll see electricians doing work, they'll see our structures guys um, forming up for a concrete pour and, and steel fixes in or, or people putting glass in the buildings and they'll talk to some of those different trades and some of the guys or some of our subbies will come over and speak to the kids about what they do, why they got into it, what they love about their job and, and, and some of that stuff. They also, on these tri-trade events, we set up um, stations where the, the, the students get to try their hand at a, at a few different trades. So we might set up a, a carpentry area and a painting area and a, and a, a concreting area or, or something like that. And they get to actually try their hand at the trade on a, on a, on a live construction site. We're also piloting a, um, a female participation initiative in um, partnership with the, the Queensland Government on one of our uh, projects uh, down the Gold Coast, um, Pacific Pines High School project, where uh, we'll try some, try some different activities with the school um, and, and our subbies and, and try to change some of that messaging and break down some of those stigmas, stigmas that can be associated. Uh, with our industry so we're, we're trying little different things and you know they they might not be huge and and, and great but uh, i think like i said right at the start we're just trying to lay the foundations and um and and change that messaging a bit thanks mark tenure it sounds from what mark and jack already shared with us today that hutchies are really committed to the ambitions of unique you and and doing great work already in this space <laughs> What would be your key message to maybe other trading businesses out there about joining with Unique U? Follow Hutchie's lead, I would say. I mean, we were absolutely thrilled to first even be connected with Hutchie's and then to hear how committed they also are to driving proper change in this space and, and that that's being addressed in a proactive way and a and an actual activities-based way as, as opposed to some, some of the more passive ways that people can be seen to be supporting gender change. So, you know, we were just so thrilled um, that Hutchies could see the potential 
in, in what we're doing and, and how it can sort of contribute into the the greater set of um, plans that they have. So firstly, massive shout out. And, and I do also want to give a shout out to Morgan Rooney, who's who's part of the team with Mark and Jack, who's played a really critical role in, in helping make this happen. So really what I would basically say to other businesses is, is follow the lead. I mean, we need to be coming at this from lots of angles. We need a lot of uh, we need to get a lot of different women and, and visibility increased for a lot of high school girls. So we need all companies that have the capacity to do so to step up um, and be part of Unique U and, and become partners. This is uh, a whole of industry issue, as I think we've already talked about here. And I know the industry itself is being rocked by a lot of other conflicting um, uh, challenges and, and attention through COVID and particularly the construction industry of late has, has had the spotlight on challenges, but we can't take our eye off the ball here. This, this if anything, female participation is going backwards now, thanks to COVID. So we, if anything, we have to be ramping up efforts here and making sure that we continue to push forward um, and develop those things. And then, you know, aside from whole of industry, individual companies obviously have their own ROIs. And as I mentioned earlier, in the construction industry in particular, we look at there, there is a very short term ROI on this. We have a lot of young people who are able to step out of high school into apprenticeship pathways. So we have girls in high school that are there, um, able to be inspired and motivated um, in order to come into those uh, pathways early on as, as soon as we kind of get going. So I'd really sort of implore companies to consider the short-term opportunities here as well as the long-term impact um, and not to mention our regional scope, the, our Indigenous engagement we're able to do. We're just, we're really trying to come at this in a, a well thought out multifaceted way that is going to benefit companies, not just through high school engagement, but through engaging their own female staff members, increasing their visibility um, and showing their value. So we'd welcome conversations with any company that would consider coming on board. It's a really easy message, Tanya. If you're in the construction mm -hmm. industry and you want to help gender equality, mm. let's give a unit you a call and, and have a chat. So yeah. it's an easy message for everyone out there listening. Jack, what about what what what's exciting from a Hutchie's point of view with working with unit you and obviously on the back end of it, delivering a much stronger pipeline teller to women in the building and construction industry. You know, what does that mean to Hutchies? Yeah, I, I think just from a, a straight business point of view, you'd have to be uh, crazy to not want to attract um, more women in your workforce. And, you know, we're talking about half the population here. So it's, uh, I hope that it'll lead to a lot more talented um, women coming into Hutchies. I think I, I've always worked with great Women at Hutchies, Kelly Williams, one of our directors, has been a big role model for me. So I think Hutchies has always been a good place to work for women and it, it, it's not a discriminatory place or a boys club. But, but I think initiatives like Unique U will just um, open the door for women who perhaps otherwise wouldn't have considered it. And, and it's going to take time. We're talking about, you know, getting to schools and, and talking to girls so that the process is going to take time and we're under no delusions about that. But, but I think what's exciting for me is just... Um, opening the door to a, a whole range of people who otherwise uh, probably wouldn't have considered construction. Hey, Jack, thank you very much for, for sharing that. And uh, to you, Mark, and the Hutchies team, congratulations on your commitment to, to the ambitions of Unique U and, and delivering a stronger pipeline of women into 
into the construction, building construction industry. I think it's it's fantastic to see that you are so committed and obviously 109 years in, in business, successful building business. So you come with a, a very good foundation and, and really making a difference and already 1,800 employees, I suppose, plus more to come. And a big part of that pipeline to the future hopefully will be more talented and motivated, positive women into construction. Tanya, maybe back to you again to, to mm. close out. As we move towards 2025, what does success look like? What are you seeing in the building construction industry? Essentially realising our mission. So we want to see these numbers, the 2% I referred to earlier, um, and the varying other numbers associated with female representation in the construction industry. We need to see them move significantly. So if we can be playing our part through Unique U, we want to be we will we will be national we will be accessible by over 10,000 high school students female high school students across Australia um, and we want to be seeing that number and I know Narwick um, has the fantastic goal in place from 2 to 25 percent by 2025 and we have um, had conversations with Narwick and they've they've actually um, given us their sort of written support of what we're doing because they know that we all need to be involved with seeing this shift so whatever part we can be playing and and partners like Hutchies can be playing in realizing that significant move in numbers that is what we want to see happen um, in in the not too distant future there's a statistic that gets rattled around most international women days about women's day about 99.5 percent years until we see gender equality and i don't know about you guys but i'm not a super patient person so i'm sure as heck i'm going to be waiting 99 and a half years for anything so let's see how far we can move this dial by 2025 and um and then just keep pushing it Ah, fantastic. And certainly Innovative Traders Club is, is committed to supporting what trades women in Australia. We talked about Narwick, Build Like a Girl, and now Unique You, and, and in your ambitions to really drive that change, that education, bringing more talented women into businesses and encouraging all trader businesses, for that matter, to, to consider employing more talented women into their business. So that being said, uh, it looks like we've run out of time. So thank you very much. Cheers, Tanya, for, Thanks, for what you've shared today. Jack, Mark, the same to you, and Hutchies, congratulations again to Hutchies for, for the, the amazing work that you are doing in this space, and uh, congratulations on heading into your 110th year in business. So, Ash, that's it. Show number 65 is done now, so we're in the ute, the van, the side shed, the office, so you're checking out Unique U or maybe the Hutchies website. We thank you for sharing your time on Trade Avant Garde. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and we'll speak with you soon.